Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. A podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. What do you do when your mind is spiraling? When you're bombarded by the thoughts that you're a loser, you're too far gone, nothing is right, nothing is working out, that God is far away, that he's a distant, that he doesn't love you, that you are incapable. What do you do when the emotions are so thick in your mind that the more that you try to go to the truth, the further it seems to pull away from you. What do you do when you can't cut through the thick veil of what you're feeling? When you're doing all the things or you're admitting freely the things that you see that you're not doing, you're confessing them, You're trying to do the right thing, but no matter what you do, your mind is in this constant state of chaos and sadness. And when you try to find the light, it seems to get darker and darker. That's kind of where I've been. Just feeling this sense of inadequacy and shamefulness and distance from the Father and examining my life. And, you know, no, I'm not perfect. There are things that I do that I need to confess, and I do confess, but it's like, just as I said, the more that I'm doing these things, the more I'm feeling plagued with a sense of desperation and failure and just a sadness. And so I open my Bible and I'm just talking to the Lord saying, I don't know what to what to bring you. I don't have anything to say. I really don't even want to or feel like praying at this point in time or reading my Bible. There's just so much feeling there of negativity that I can't seem to cut through, that I can't seem to quiet in my mind. And if you've ever had a time like that, you know that it's painful. 
when you're feeling something so strongly, but you look at it and you think practically, and by practically I mean analytically, you're thinking it can't be true because I know that I am doing the right things. I know that I am, you know, trying to be uh, the person I need to be. I'm, I'm reading my Bible. I'm confessing my sins. I'm, you know, I'm going to church. I'm, you know, I'm doing the things. Nothing really on that aspect has changed. Not that we do things because things are what helps us, but things are necessary. You know, we need to read our Bible, etc. But even though you look and you evaluate and you think that there's nothing glaringly in my life right now that I'm doing that's promoting me to feel this terrible, painful churning of emotions and of desperation and sorrow and inadequacy, but I'm feeling it. And the more that I just go along, the more it's there and you just don't know why. And so I was just telling the Lord, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. I feel stuck. What do we do when we feel stuck? And I talk about things like this a lot. I talk about, you know, dealing with the difficult emotions and stuff. And so this is just an episode where I'm actually having the difficult emotions. And so even in the confusion and the chaos of all of these feelings and tormenting thoughts that seem to just come out of nowhere and it doesn't really matter that they don't have like this grounding in some obvious truth in my life they're just powerful feelings are powerful and when you get in the thick of a whirlwind of feelings, it can be really hard to pull yourself out. And so I thought, well, I'll just tell the Lord. I don't really have anything to, to give. I, I, I need your help. I'm stuck. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to feel these things. Is this how you feel about me? And then I go over in my mind and I say, well, your word says, you know, that you never leave me or forsake me and that... If I confess my sins, you're faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and you know that you have a plan for my life and all of those things, but it's just not doing anything for me. And so as I was doing that, I pulled out my Bible and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, what is going on? And I think... I think that this is a spiritual attack. I think this is an attack on my mind. And I think that the enemy is bombarding me with thoughts and with lies. And because they're wrapped in such strong emotions, they're hard to see past. But I started reading in my Bible and I looked that this word, the word abide came to my mind. And I remembered that verse in John where it talks about abiding in the Lord. And so I went to that chapter and in first John, there's several different verses that just started to hit me. And I started to not necessarily feel better, but kind of like there was a breakthrough in understanding what was going on. It says in 1 John 2, verses 28 
Well, verse 28, it says, And now, little children, abide in him, so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink back from him in shame at his coming. And that struck me because if we abide in him, we may have confidence and not shrink back from him in shame. And I thought, okay, well, if I'm looking at this from the perspective of what is God's word saying, not what am I feeling? And God's word is saying, if, if you abide in him, if you're abiding, then you can have confidence and you don't have to shrink back in shame. And one of the very particular things that I'm feeling in my mind is a sense of shame. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what I did that was so shameful. And so when I'm looking at it in light of scripture, what I'm seeing is it's a lie of the enemy. Just because I feel shameful, just because I feel that I've lost my confidence and my security with God doesn't mean that I have. In fact, it means the exact opposite. Because when I'm evaluating my life and I'm looking at it, I'm doing what I need to do. I'm confessing the sins that come along. What's the one thing that's going on? It's this battle in my mind. But God's word says that if I abide in him, I can have confidence. And I don't have to shrink back in shame. So that knocks two of those emotions that I'm feeling, those painful lies that have been swirling around. It knocks them off the table. It takes away their validity because God's word says that I can have confidence and not shrink back in shame because I am abiding in him. And then it says over here in verse 3, chapter 3, verse 18. 18 through, I will read through 20. It says, little children, let us not love in word or in talk, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth, and we can reassure our hearts before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. That struck me, because again, here's another tormenting lie slash emotion and when I say a lie slash emotion what I'm referring to is it's not just a thought that that I have or maybe that you have but it's a thought that then brings on a debilitating emotion when we feel shamed when we believe that we're shameful believing we're shameful is a lie but feeling shameful that's a very painful emotion when we believe that we're inadequate, but then we feel inadequate. That's like a double whammy. And so when I talk about this, I'm talking about it's not just like someone saying, well, you're a loser and you hear it and you go, yeah, no, I'm not. It's painful to have the word spoken, but you're not taking it in. In the instance that I'm talking about, this has been difficult because the thoughts are there, I'm having a hard time standing against them, and the emotion is there, which makes it doubly hard. And so in scripture, in John 1, 3, verses 18 through 20, it says, 
Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth, and we can reassure our hearts before him. For whatever, whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. That comforted me. That, again, was like the sword of the Spirit slashing through these lies that are so ridiculously believable and stupid and painful and cause me so much grief because God is bigger than my heart and I can look at my life and I can see that that I haven't changed I haven't changed in my heart towards God I haven't changed in my maintaining you know the walk that I have with the Lord what's the thing that's different it's that my mind has been suffering because of an attack from the enemy. So when I look at that, then I can also know that when my heart is condemning me, that God is greater than my heart. And I can reassure my heart before him. That is such a big deal to be able to bring your heart before the Lord and be reassured. It's a big deal because we are sinful. We are so much less than God, but because we belong to Jesus Christ, we can come boldly before the throne and we can lay our hearts out before him and we can expect that he is either going to show us sin that we have in our life and offer us his forgiveness or he's going to say, no, you can be reassured. Stop believing the lies that you are condemned. And it says that God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. He knows everything means everything. All of the bad, all of the ugly about me, about you. Yet he still knows that if we have confessed our sins, he is faithful and he doesn't condemn us. So this is the Lord's way of saying, lift up your head, child. Then it also says in First uh, John chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And then in verse 3 it says, And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. And then in verse 4 it says, Little children, you are from God, and you have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. This is another big deal, and this is where I'm going to end. When we have a thought, when we have something that comes in our mind, and it starts to cause us pain, and it's negative, and it's dark, and it's condemning, we need to test those spirits. We need to test and see is what we're believing, is what we are being led by from God, or is it from the enemy? 
because God doesn't speak darkness and condemnation over his children. He speaks reproof. He speaks, you know, punishment when we sin, possibly. He speaks firmly when we stray, but he never speaks in condemnation. There is a soft and tender redemption that is always present when the Lord is speaking to his children, even in their worst sins. It's never, you are done, I am done with you. It is always, yes, this was wrong, but at the cross, because of me, there is forgiveness, there is redemption, and there is another chance. And so when we have these thoughts, when we have these tormenting, miserable thoughts that come in our mind, we need to look and to see and to test, is this from God or is this from the enemy? And if it's from the enemy, then we need to go back over to 1 John 2, <clears throat> verses 28, verse 28, where it says, if you abide in him, you can have confidence and not shrink back in shame. And then we need to hop over and we need to understand that when our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts. And we also need to understand that it says in uh, chapter 4, <laughs> verse 2, that, uh, you know, if it isn't a spirit that's from God, it's from the enemy. And he that is in the world is not as powerful as the one that is inside of us. And so that shows us the chain of authority. It's not the chain of authority that we live by most of the time. Because when you get in a place like I have been, you're being pushed around by the enemy. But in scripture, it says that the one that's inside of me is more powerful than the one that is tormenting me. And so when I sit down and I open his word and I take the time to look at his truth, I can rise up in confidence that my God has not forsaken me, that I am not shameful, I am not inadequate, I am not a loser, all hope is not lost, that Satan is a liar, and because of my position in Christ, I don't have to be bothered by these lies anymore. I may have the emotion, but when I act in truth, my emotions will eventually follow. And friend, all of this is true for you. So I want you to know that if you are facing a time of painful thought, of painful emotions, of a battle in your mind, open up the word of God. Get on your Bible app and search for what you need. Is it peace? Is it security? It will pull up verses for you and start to read the truth of God. And look at scripture, not as how am I feeling? What is it saying based on how I'm feeling? But what is scripture saying based on what God says about me, about his position, about my position in him? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to do this podcast. I thank you for each and every listener. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your truth. I thank you, Father, that I am not subject 
to the lies that torment me, that the listeners that listen to this show, Father, are not subject to the lies that torment them. And God, that if anyone out there that is listening doesn't know you, that they can know you, that you offer your free gift of salvation to anyone who will accept it. God, I pray that you would be with everyone that is listening to this show and their families, that you would provide in miraculous ways this week, and that you would lead them with a strong arm. In your precious name I pray, amen. I hope to see you back next time, and I am so thankful for you. If you want to reach out with a prayer request, do leave me a message, a private message on either Facebook or Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. And you can also check it out, check us out on YouTube at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care.